Hello everyone and welcome and have um, a happy Halloween. I'm having a hard time taking myself seriously watching these wonderful, wonderful, um, ooh, googly eyes, um, masks that Facebook has done for their Facebook lives for today. Lots of fun, um, but it's going to distract me so I'm going to ah, figure out how to turn them off. Of course, that's a whole nother story. There we go. Stop. Stop. There we go. Okay, so today's Facebook Live is all about how to position yourself as an expert and demand um, a higher pay for and be the highest paid in your industry. Because believe it or not, um, being a freelancer or a contractor, your skills are important, but what differentiates um, the 90% from the top 10%, what differentiates that top 10% is some of the softer skills. And this is very um, common. You hear this a lot, especially if you're, you know, being through university or any sort of post-secondary post education. Many employers will hire somebody who has a stronger soft skill set than their skill set, if that makes any sense at all. So you can be an amazing Google Ads specialist, but if you um, never show up on time, never communicate, um, taking on more work than you, than you can handle, or not a team player, um, all that kind of stuff will bite you in the butt and end up potentially losing your job because of those soft skills. So that's what we're going to talk about today. These are the seven personality traits that I wrote down that I look for as an employer that will help you not only establish yourself as a, um, an expert and a professional, but also you, you know, if you come into an employment agreement where you are um, really hitting all the nails, you will get pay raises, you'll get benefits, you'll get bonuses. There's some great, great agencies out there who do a lot of fun stuff for their very committed staff. So um, if you, you know, make sure that you're a great SEO specialist, all that kind of stuff, but you also got to have these, these as well. So the first one is, I've mentioned it already, is punctuality and attendance. Um, especially when it comes to remote workers, Many employers are going to be over the map when it comes to when you are to clock in, um, the use of time doctor, time tracking, screen screen tracking, that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, if you don't abide and buy, um, if you're not punctual, if you don't have good attendance, if you don't show up when you say you're going to show up, if you're constantly late, um, and this will tie into um, communication if you don't reply on a regular basis. That all will, um, what's the word they want? Show you in a negative light and will hurt you in the long run. So you have to be punctual and you have to have attendance. Now, for in my agency, I don't ask any of my staff to clock in at a particular time but they have to clock in every 24 hours. They have to reply to their tasks. They have to reply to Slack messages. I don't have anything and I refuse to build my agency to be stat urgent, stat urgent. Um, I came from a healthcare background. <laughs> Sorry, not going there. The only thing that's stat and urgent is a bleed. Um, so I don't run my agency that way, but they do require to check in. That being said, I've worked for other agencies where they do require you to check in at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 
if that's the deal you, and you agree to that job, you got to do that. If you don't show up, it starts to look bad. So be punctual. Uh, trait number two, late tasks. When I, as an employer, am talking to a client, I will give them an estimated time of completion. I then take that and put it into my project management system, which is teamwork, and um, set up the tasks with due dates accordingly. If you, the contractor, miss due dates continuously, I'm at risk of losing the client. So you have to understand that bigger picture. Um, and if you do understand that bigger picture, pretty much is going to be expected of you to make sure your tasks are due on time. And if you can't complete them, you have to communicate that. If you don't complete your tasks regularly on a regular basis, it's pretty much a guarantee for being let go. Um, I don't have any tolerance for it. And I, I know many um, agency owners don't have any tolerance for late tasks. There's no reason for it. So um, unless the, unless there's, you know, setting unreasonable expectations, but that's not very, very common. You have to meet your tasks. Very, very important. I know various parts of the world, um, the use of time is a little bit liberal, but if you're working with anybody overseas um, in the North American market or in the European market, nine o'clock is nine o'clock. Um, we don't have any leeway. So if you are coming from a culture where um, time is a little bit more liberal, um, you have to keep in mind that in North, if you're working with anybody in North America, when we say nine o'clock, we mean nine o'clock. So you gotta learn that if you want, if you want to maintain the work. Taking on more work than you can handle, believe it or not, employers like myself we know when your productivity goes down now there could be a thousand reasons why productivity goes down um, including health reasons personal reasons etc but we know when something starts to go go south um, it can be from the quality of the work to how quickly you're replying to to comments and to tasks and to slack comments um, but we can tell when things are going down south. If you're using something like Upwork and the relationship is through Upwork, we can see as an employer, I can see all the other projects that you're working on. And I actually won't hire somebody who's working on too many projects. Um, so taking on more than you can handle, in my opinion, always bites you in the butt down the road. Either be upfront and honest about why you're taking on more work with your current employers or find a better solution for what you need to do, whatever your personal situation is. But uh, taking on more work than you can handle at the detriment of your other tasks and your other responsibilities will never work out well. Going the extra mile. Well, before I go there, I want to make sure that I'm actually live. It says I'm live. I'm checking my computer. It is. So going the extra mile. As think of it, I always approach everything from the perspective of the other person's shoes. So if you are, um, that was supposed to go on. Teamwork's bling gitchy. There's a Mercury retrograde, if you didn't know. And teamwork's already being glitchy on me. I always, there's a stop timer. Okay, cool. Um, going the extra mile. I think of it from the perspective of me. I am not only managing the agency, but I'm managing clients and I'm trying to get new clients coming in. I got a lot going on. 
if you can go the extra mile or if you see something that um, either raises a question or an alarm or something that could be done employers will love you we will keep somebody who is subpar on a on a, a skill set level if they go above and beyond like it is a game changer if you can be proactive in your job um there's very few employers who call you know just want monkeys pressing the keys so if you can if you and is there something as you go along hey do you want me to do this hey would you like to do this you know what i love i love it when you know someone my seo guy did this yesterday he did a full report i said hey i have a meeting with the client tomorrow can you give me some notes he gave me a full report he went the extra mile of course i keep him on i also pay him really well um being a team player helping out your co-workers it's very few agencies out there that are solopreneurs um just occasionally you might be just working with the one but usually there's other people out there and if you can help your 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 counterparts though you know that really helps um being a team player it will not only help your morale it helps the team's morale and it helps the company's morale so um it is a little bit more challenging in a remote life in order to be that team player but it can just be like hey how's your day um, are you having a good day? It could be finding out more about them, finding out about their family, what's their background, what's their story. That's really, really important in coming to be a team player and will help you in the long run, especially in attaining and maintaining jobs and refer references. Um, number six is acknowledging tasks. This is just my little thing that I love because I work with remote workers. It When they go in to teamwork and they acknowledge that they're working on the task that Yes, I acknowledge this task. I'm working on it now. I'll let you know when it's done. I love that. It makes my life so much easier because I can know exactly what they're working on. Some agencies do use various things like uh, sprint, sprint boards and all that kind of stuff, um, which helps them know which tasks that they're working on. Um, but even just making sure, like, just communicate in the task notes and then task comments as a remote worker that, hey, I'm doing this. Hey, I'm doing that. Really, really helpful. Um, communicating holidays. So with 150 countries or whatever it is, um, it's really hard as the agency owner to keep track of holidays. I can keep track of major holidays for, you know, um, the main countries that I have staff in, but it's hard. If you can just say, hey, it's a, it's a country holiday today, I'm out and Actually, I should back up if you can say that a couple of days ahead of time, not the day of. Super helpful for me to plan accordingly. So just say, hey, you know, you know, Diwali just happened. Okay, you know, I uh, have a couple Indian employee employees, and only one told me that it was Diwali and that they were going to spend time with their family. I don't care that they're doing that. I think it's wonderful. I think it's a wonderful festival, but it sure helps if everybody may have communicated. And that's the kind of stuff that I have to deal with. So those that do go through all these seven personality traits and these soft skills really do, um, will go farther and will be able to reach farther and get better pay and get benefits and work with better employers by simply having all these soft skills, especially if you're working with North American employers, because these are soft skills that we require. These are the things that we think of and how we expect within our culture. And um, those who adapt to us are gonna go longer. I try to adapt as much as possible to other cultures, but at the end of the day, 
I have to meet the needs of my clients and that's ultimately what is the deciding factor. So hopefully you um, found some of this informative, um, trying to provide the perspective and try to be the middle person, middle woman, between the like what I call an employee and an employer in a remote based setting. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can please just send me up. You can send me a private message through the Facebook page or you can uh, just leave a comment um, or you can send me an email to info at agencyalliance.ca. Other than that, I hope you, let's see if I can do this again. Is that the mystery one? Oh, well, that's pretty good. I hope everybody has a wonderful Halloween. And um, what else do we have in here? That's pretty good. I like that one, but we'll leave it with some emojis. Thank you everyone who came on and um, we'll talk to you soon and we'll see you again. I do do these on a regular basis. So, um, my next one for remote workers will be in two weeks time. So uh, be sure to like the page and um, you'll get notifications when I go live next. Thanks everyone. Mm -hmm.